Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode, and you're going to be so motivated and actually pretty moved. Um, uh, I have a special guest. Her name is Kelly Woodhead, and this lady went from literally not being able to walk wheelchair-bound to doing programs like P90X, Insanity, Core de Force, things like that. So I can't wait for you to hear her story, how she overcame that battle. Let's get to it. Hey everyone, Perry Tinsley here. Welcome to the Power Blast Podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. And today's episode is just going to be epic. Um, when I heard this lady's story, I was totally moved. I'm like, I have to have her share her story on this podcast for you. And it, it will just be so inspiring and just lift you up. Uh, as you heard in the intro, uh, Kelly Woodhead uh, just literally, uh, she had tragedy strike and um, was wheelchair bound and turned it around. I can't wait for her to share a story. I'm not going to give a lot away. So let's get over to that interview right now. Well, hey, everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited. I've got Kelly Woodhead on here, and I, I'm excited for her to share her powerful story because she shared it a few years back, and I, I totally forgot. And I'm like, man, how have I not had her on this show? Because she's got a powerful message of what you can accomplish one day at a time. Literally, it's it just blows me away. So welcome to the show, Kelly. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me. Yay. We did it. We did it. This is already a success. <laughs> oh, man. So what what is your story? I mean, what what's... Um, you know, without giving too much away, I know, I know that there's a wheelchair involved here, but there's also P90X in the horizon. So I want to hear, and I'm sure a lot of people want to hear how the heck that could even happen. So I'm going to turn it over to you and just share what, what went on? What, what's, what, what happened? What's the deal with that? Well, um, and I've always been a really small person. Um, my, largest weight before I got sick was 154 pounds, two weeks overdue with my largest child. So I have never had problems with weight. I've never had problems with eating anything I wanted. And I was pretty healthy. I wouldn't say I was fit, but I was healthy. And I um, worked probably 50 to 60 hours a week. Wow. Um, 2009 is when my story really started. Um, I was working a double shift. I got off work. I drove to a ladies retreat for my church. And when I got there, I felt like it was about a 45 minute drive. And I felt like I had been driving for about 10 hours. My legs were almost asleep. You know, when your butt gets numb and you really can't move your legs, that's what I felt like. And our cabin was on the top of a hill. And I tried to make it up the hill, and I know that I thought my feet were moving, but they weren't going anywhere. So I fell down the hill. I rolled all the way down. And my backpack was really heavy, so I thought maybe that was part of my balance problem also. Um, through the weekend, it progressed to the point that I lost 
bladder control and I could not move my legs at all. And I went home and I went to bed thinking maybe I just hurt my back. I would rest, but I saw it because it was hurting a little bit. Um, I work in an emergency room, so it was really easy for me on a Sunday afternoon, which was when I got back home to go in see my buddy that was the ER doc and say, something's wrong with me. Can you check me out? It just so happened that the week before I had had an MRI because I was having problems with one of my eyes. I had a lot of pain behind my eye and it was really hard for me to see and my vision was really bothering me. Hmm. And he looked at me and I knew that something was wrong. And he said, Kelly, I really don't think this is your back. I got your MRI results on Friday and you have an appointment on Monday. And I think we probably need to talk about that today. Hmm. And he told me that I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I had multiple brain lesions and the pain behind my eye was an optic neuritis. That is a pretty common early symptom of multiple sclerosis. And that that was probably what was pro the problem with my balance through the weekend, why it's really rare that you have such an exacerbated immediate response. Usually you have um, more slower progressing symptoms. Um, and looking back, I had had a, a, what they thought was a stroke several years ago, which probably was an exacerbation of my MS that I didn't know about. So there were several things that led up to it looking back that they can contribute to that. But at the time, we didn't know that. So I left the emergency room in a wheelchair and I went home. That was Sunday. I came back to work in a wheelchair on Monday. I worked till Thursday and then went to see the neurologist. Um, by that time, I had a Foley catheter, which I kept for two solid years. And I was officially diagnosed and I was started on treatments. Went through several different types of experimental treatments before they found a combination that worked. In the process, I was on heavy doses of steroids, which caused me to gain 150 pounds. Wow. So during that weight gain of 150 pounds, I'm in a wheelchair. I don't move. I just work, go home, get port treatments through my port. Mm -hmm. And can I ask you a question before you, before you get into that part I mean, what, so how do you deal with that sort of news? You know, the, of, that's, that's really heavy practical. stuff. So it was, it was hard. Mm -hmm. I had um, a wonderful support system with my family, my children. Um, I had a great church family and, and I just wanted to know what the next step was okay. for me. It was about supporting my children and I was the primary um, working uh, spouse. And so I needed to continue to do that. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was more about, this is what it is. I get it. And I'm medical. So I knew there weren't all those questions that I had in the back of my mind because I already knew the answers to them. Okay. And so I just wanted to know what to do next. Okay. So I went through treatments and I continued to gain weight. Mm. And um, I was told I would not ever walk again. And then one day I just remember sitting in my recliner and being able to move my foot. I will never forget that moment as long as I live. And I kept it secret. And my physical therapist helped me 
to get through working my legs and because I didn't want to disappoint anyone. And so um, eventually he helped me learn how to walk with my walker. And I, I learned that in my living room. And I worked every day that I did not have to be at the hospital or at the doctor's office. Um, I had a, I ended up with a blood clot in my lung. So I was in ICU for um, a couple of weeks and in the hospital for a couple of more weeks after that, during that process, lots of medical things happening. Um, but eventually I was able to progress to my walker, work in my walker. I took patients to x-ray in my walker. Oh. I drew blood in my walker. <laughs> wow. It was my friend. And that's when I discovered Beachbody. Um, and I did hip-hop abs in my walker. <laughs> that's, that's, <wild. laughs> that's how it started. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, I mean, I can't even imagine that just... Obviously, you just kind of embraced the situation and went, you know what? Here's, here's, here's what I've dealt with. And, you know, here's the hand. And I got to play it and make the best of it. You kept working. I mean, I, I don't know if there was a lot of emotional stuff that went with it. I'm guess, guessing. Yes. And um, how long? Were, gosh, how long were you in the wheelchair for? I was in a wheelchair for two years. It was two years, okay. And over that time with the treatments, gained 150 pounds. Correct. At what point? Okay, so then the foot wiggle. You stayed in the wheelchair, obviously, but you're like, man, there's a possibility of getting out of this thing. Right. And what what was the response of your you know your physical therapist? What did they say? I was like, oh, we're on this, or what? What was the deal? Well, they they told me not to get excited at first because it could just be a spasm, blah blah blah. Okay. But um, slowly, he was my biggest champion, and he actually went with me to the neurologist to explain what's been happening, and um, he got me through it. He helped me figure out how to, there's so many people that impact us, little things that we don't think we're ever going to, to really know how to handle. And then somebody just interacts with us for just a second sometimes. And we realized that it changed how we responded and how we, he was so upbeat that I could only be the same. He wouldn't let me be disappointed or discouraged. He just kept fighting with me. So that's huge. That, that's, a, that's a big, huge problem. I mean, I want to get into the workout stuff and all that, the, the recovery, but yeah. there, there's a lot of, a lot of little elements along the way. Um, if I might, I, I, I captured, I went back to your story of when you first posted in a group that I was part of. And, um, you know, you had said that there was a, somebody in your life and maybe it's this person where you said it's really, it, I'm, I'm going to read it word for word how you said it. it really is one meal at a time, one decision at a time, even one setback at a time. I still have a bit to go and at times it can be so hard, but the struggle has been worth it. Um, was that, is that what uh, came from that person? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He was my person at the time. Yes. That's awesome. Okay, so we're at the part you're getting back. You, you've got a walker yes. and um, well, pro progressing. Yes, I can still remember the very first day going back to work. I think that's one of those moments. There's moments throughout this journey that, that defined each step that I went along the way. And I have this incredible work family, and they counted on me to be there 
we're really a small facility and and we each play an integral part but we can't do it without each other and so i can still remember remember i said i kept my walker a secret so i go to work and i'm coming up the hallway in my walker and nobody's seen me nobody knew i could walk i didn't tell anyone except for my family and i can still remember people coming out into the hallway and out of their offices and out, and it was the most incredible feeling because those moments get you to the next moment and the next moment and the next moment because they're in it with you and if you have a support system that can drive you and celebrate those small victories with you then then you can keep going wow and so that was one of my moments going to work you will discover that work is very important to me and and it drives me and it and i could not have done it with my children without my children or without my work family to get me through it including them picking me up and lifting me to work on some of the things that i had to take care of i have a couple of coworkers who were my legs and my strength and so we all had that need to to still continue to be normal right mm-hmm. and sometimes you just need help doing that and and i think that's part of of getting getting somewhere and reaching a goal is realizing that you can't do it by yourself and when you can't you just have to find those people that are willing to to help you and that's key that i mean that that is another powerful powerful part you've you've, you've talked about mindset you've talked about just those little Gosh, that moment after moment after moment and just knowing, and I'm sure there are setbacks along the way. Obviously, we'll talk about some of those, but um, yeah, that support system. I love it. That's great. So now we're 150 pounds heavier. We've got, we're tackling the next challenge, the right? Weight, right? So the, the first start of making me realize that I wasn't always going to be that way was just becoming mobile. So I'm in a walker and I'm walking up and down the hallways at work and within three weeks, I'm going to say three to four weeks, I lost 30 pounds, just like it fell off and I didn't do anything differently except for work with a walker and be out of my chair. And so that made me think I lost 30 pounds. What's next? Can I lose a little bit more? And I had a friend, a coworker who had hip hop abs and she said that she would do it with me and she did. So, and we did it at work in the cafeteria with your walker (laughs) with a walker. And so there were different people who would straggle in and do it with me. They were trying to be supportive and I looked so ridiculous, I'm sure, but I really didn't care because it, it, I was standing up. I wasn't sitting down. And that was important to me. And so could I say that I followed the calendar? I don't even know if it had a calendar, to be honest. I just was moving and it helped. And within probably six months, I'd lost about, I'm going to say 75 pounds. I, I wasn't really tracking back then because I just was still so discouraged that I wasn't that 130 pound person that I was before I started. You know, um, but as I, within six months and I say six months, because that's how long I was in my walker, I was finished with my walker at six months. No way. And so, okay. So, yeah. so you're getting stronger, you're moving and whatever. 
things are kicking back, muscle memories coming back, all that stuff, all the, all the physical therapy, six months, you're in a wheelchair for two years, extra 150 pounds, working that off, and in six months, done with the walker. Done with the walker. Ooh, congrats. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> What's so then, so, so think about that and think about that being this, you know, tremendous victory. And then I started having pain. Um, my right hip, I felt like when I put weight on it, it was excruciating, like something was really wrong. And so within 10 days of that very first pain, I was back in my chair because something was wrong. So we're talking about what setback could possibly have happened to cause me to be in such excruciating pain. And it ended up that the steroids they gave me for treatment of my MS to decrease the inflammation in my brain and my spinal cord caused a condition called avascular necrosis, which is where your blood supply deteriorates your bones. You don't have enough blood supply to your bones and it deteriorates and it causes them to become brittle. And so I ended up breaking my hip because it was, he said when he got in there, there it was like toothpicks in the bone because it had just totally become necrotic. So over that next year and a half, slowly each of my major joints started to do that. And you don't know what, it, it just, it they, just, the, just in the recovery and in the, the, the medicine. It's actually a side effect of the medication. Okay. Gotcha. And so within that year and a half, I had a right hip replacement a left shoulder replacement, a right shoulder replacement, and then a left hip replacement. No recovery time needed there. Holy cow. <laughs> wow. And I continued to work. And um, I continued to struggle little bits at a time. I was discouraged. And um, there were, again, moments where people were truly helpful. And... There were moments that I didn't think anything would ever be normal again because I think God gives us what we what he thinks we can handle. Whether you believe in God or not, I don't know. I do. But sometimes I wondered if he had a little more faith in me than I had than I had in myself. Um but eventually even I even those things were easily able to be recovered from. I'm brand new. They call me bionic at work. I think it's funny. Um, and after that is when my, my weight loss fitness journey really started for me. Um, and it was slow. Um, a lot of modifying. I started with T25, um, completed T25 and started P90X. It was a little more sporadic for me because I kept reverting back to what I knew with T25. That's a leap. So it was yeah, it's huge. Wow. It was big. But um, doing those, I ended up um, eventually, and I started Shakeology. So I still love it. I do it every day. Um, two rounds of Insanity later, and I um, I sent you some pictures, so you'll be able to see those. Um, and I would like to say I was this great fitness buff who ate great every day and worked out on a schedule. I'm just not able to do that. 
Um, I truly do work a lot and I'm committed to that first. Um, my children are, I have one child at home. My other ones are grown and have moved away. And so it's just her and me. And, um, so through that time, I slowly lost weight, slowly lost weight. And I'll yo-yo back and forth about 20 pounds or so, you know, but to me, it's not about losing weight. I actually weigh more now than I did in December. And I have a picture that I will send you that I can tell that I've lost inches off of my stomach area and I weigh more than I did then. Um, I journal every day. I keep track of that. Um, I started that performance line, so I love the Energize. I love the Recover. They're, they're my two favorites. Um, I just continue every day. Every day is a new day for me. So if I don't work out that day before, I just convince myself that I need to do it the next day. I love food. So there are days that I don't eat great. And I just make sure that I balance it soon. But it's been a complete journey. It's been from start to finish. I truly have lost. Today I weighed again. I've lost 160 pounds. Since the day that I officially, I had a physical the day before I went to work in my walker. So I've officially since that date lost 160 pounds. Congrats. Oh my gosh. That's. And I love it. That's that. And you're having fun and wow. What a journey. And well. Is that I feel better now. I feel healthier now than I did before I ever got sick. I had this incredible beach body coach that was so encouraging to me throughout the whole process. I encourage anyone who doesn't have one to get one. And I, I realized she taught me that it's not about a date and it's not about a program and it's not about when you're finished, it's done. It's about a lifestyle that you continue and that's, it took me a little bit. I was so determined that, you know, I want to do this and I want to get it done and I'm not being very committed. And, and I just realized that every day is a different day. And I just wake up that day and determined to do better that day. And, and she taught me that it was great. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you and I were just talking just before the call here and said, it's amazing how fast the day goes by and those add up. <laughs> and you know what 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 can you do during that day you know some days go fine tuned in and other days are setbacks and other days are like you know what i made a conscious choice to not do you know show do my workout today or whatever or maybe i had to do a double shift out of nowhere and you know it just didn't happen but there's always the next day and um uh, so what do you say to those people i mean you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening or are watching this are going, holy cow, you know, I have no excuses, <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. so, so what do you say? I mean, I, I, I'm knowing a lot of people going through some very, very tough, dark times, you know, it might not even be the setback, you know, type of setback it might not be a physical setback, it's just emotional or whatever. Um, or, or some sort of life situation that has, has done, um, you know, you talked about 
some mindset stuff and you talked about uh, the, the support system and, and getting a coach and just taking it one day at a time. What, what, what sort of advice do you give to those people that, you know, maybe if you've heard a story where people are like, they're just stuck in a rut or they're feeling set back or they just feel like, oh my gosh, I've got 200 pounds to lose. That just seems so far away. Right. It's such a long way away. Um, I was thinking of that because everybody has a different struggle and everybody has a different perspective on what affects them and what, um, what is difficult. And so to me, my mindset is different. I just, I know what my problem was and I tackled it one day at a time. Some people just need help getting started and some people need a partner and some people just need to know that it's all about the effort that you put into it. And I think that if I had one thing to say, it would be that you just have to try every day. And you have to get up with the attitude that you're not failing if you don't meet your goal that day. You're just readjusting your goal. And if you can just see yourself and love who you are right now, then whatever improvement you make is only going to make you better. And so I think that there are different people along my journey that helped me and motivated me. So the first thing I think everyone should remember is that you can't do it by yourself. And if, and, and if you need that person, whatever, whatever that person looks like to you, whether it's a family member or a coworker or a stranger on the internet, find your person and connect with them and be honest because that's where I struggled with is I tried to be so brave and so strong for all these people who depended on me. And I finally had to admit that I'm just like everybody else. I'm lost and I'm scared and I'm, I'm worried and all of the things that affect us every day and admitting that and realizing that there, there has to be a better way and that, you you have to be the person that starts it, but it doesn't mean you have to do it by yourself. Yeah, I mean you're the one in control. You can you have to con- control you and, and do that. Was it something that you just said? Uh, was, there, was there any like personal development or any audio or anything like that that you kind of that listened to to mo- help, you know motivate, get in the right frame of mind sort of thing or help with mindset stuff? I don't know that I had that. No? Um, I, I had a. Like I said before, I had a very strong church family who were very supportive and very motivating. And I had children who counted on me and I never wanted to disappoint them. I always wanted them to know that they could count on me and that they could, they could do anything they wanted to. And if, if I couldn't do it, then how did I think they were going to do it? You know? So I put myself in that position of being that role model for them. And, and I think just once I got over the disappointment of I'm not going to be normal, I feel normal now, but at the time I didn't, um, I think joining Beachbody has so many incredible things. And I'm not saying that just because this is who I'm talking to. 
there are support groups that help you and and motivate you and are real people who have real struggles every day. And that helped me through it. Listening to other people, I'm thinking, I don't have that problem. What am I complaining about, right? So I don't know that I had, I'm not really a big, you know, listening to talk radio. I'm not a, a I read a lot, but it's more fiction than, than self-help or anything like that. But I think just learning to listen to to those people instead of shrugging them off was a big deal for me. Really listening and understanding that they weren't trying to be, um, they weren't trying to just, they're not just talking. They truly, really do want to help you. And they really do want to, you know, that for me was a big deal. Yeah. It's about changing your mindset, truly. That's, yeah, that's, there are a lot of ways to change our mindsets and stuff like that. And I, I so applaud you and what you've accomplished. And what, uh, you know, so what's next uh, of, of, of what you're doing uh, for, for things? Anything? For me, um, I'm still working. I'm trying to not work as much. So I'm a normal 40 to 50 hour a week coworker now instead of 60 or 70. Um, my youngest daughter's in high school. She graduates this year. So I'm trying to, to get through that. And I don't know what happens next, to be honest. It's a daily, it's a daily activity of getting up every day and setting a routine. And for me, that's what I live for is I get up at the same time every day and I, I do the same thing every day because if you can make yourself get into a routine, then you continually will, will be more consistent, whether it's with your workouts or what do you, you do know, with that, that, that morning routine for you? For me, yeah. I wake up at 4am. I come into the kitchen and I drink my energize because mm-hmm. I want it to work. Mm-hmm. I brush my teeth because I hate the taste of the stuff. <laughs> After I brush my teeth, I don't mind the taste of it itself, but not before I brush my teeth. And then I get my workout clothes on. I do my one to two workouts. Right now I fluctuate between um, Core de Force and T25 because I'm going backwards and just doing the fun ones that I love. So I'm not in a particular program at the moment. After I do that, I get showered. I, I work two hours from home. So I get in my car. I drive two hours to work. I work my normal shift, drive two hours home. If I feel up to it, then I'll walk my neighborhood. If not, then that's just my normal day, and I do the same thing every day. On the weekends, I throw in a five-mile walk if I can get it in. Um, usually Saturday and Sunday, I add that as extra. And that's my day every day. I try to make it very consistent. I drink my Shakeology as soon as my workout is finished before I go take a shower. Skip that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the same, and, and I think that's what I would suggest to people is that if you could just start and try to be consistent, if you're a nighttime person, do it at night. If you're a daytime person, do it in the daytime, but find a routine. If it's only three days a week, then pick those three days a week and, and do it. Um, some days I don't want to get up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, some days I don't, and some days I don't get up today. I didn't get up. Yeah. I was so sleepy and I knew I had to work late and 
I worked late yesterday. And so, you know, I don't feel bad for it though. I don't beat myself up because I didn't get my workout in. I just know that I'm getting it in the next day. Oh, you know what? I mean, that's, I'm so, I'm sure you're just filled with gratitude. Uh, obviously for the recovery you've made, you're taking advantage of the gift you got back. To be the, the ability to walk and to, to do the, the things that you love doing and able to lose the weight. And, and that was one other thing I thought of when, when you were talking about here. He's like, you got up and walked down the hallway with your walker. And, you know, how many of how many people sit behind their desk and just sit and sit and sit and sit all day when they could just get up and do some walking up and down the hall? Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to lose 30 pounds, but it could make a dramatic difference in just the moving the body and having. That's my initial weight loss, right? I just got up and moved and, and it doesn't, you don't have to do this intense workout and you don't have to judge yourself on the weights that they lift or the movements that they make. It's what works for you and how you can move your body. And if you're moving more than you moved yesterday, then you're making improvements. And I know that I never saw myself as a strong person and I still don't see that as much, but I am proud of where I am now. Um, I think that we all have a different journey and no one's is exactly the same. And what I consider hard may not be hard for someone else. No one can judge that, but you, it's just a personal choice and you use the word choice. And I think that's important is you make a choice to continue to be in the position that you're in and being happy, or you choose to make a change for the better. And that's all you can do. That's awesome. Kelly, I so appreciate you for coming on here, sharing your story. Um, I I know it's going to motivate a lot of people and you are strong. You're, you're, totally awesome. And it's, 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 your story just sends chills down my spine and it gives hope to a, I'm sure a lot of people out there. So thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your journey and, and your story and congratulations to you again. Thank you very much. Hey, I told you that was amazing. I, I hope you took away some major nuggets from this episode. I mean, we, we, we talked about mindsets and we, we talked about taking it one day at a time and uh, just taking action and being able to, to, to move forward just, just little bits and, and to empower yourself. I, I hope you had a lot more takeaways. I, I would love it if you would either comment or message me, perrytinsley at gmail.com. Let me know what those takeaways were. And if you think... Uh, or even know of somebody that you believe could benefit from this episode. I mean, it's worth going through and listening to again. But uh, you can pass this along to help inspire that that motivation, that spark, that that little bit of hope for somebody to know that they can do this. Uh, they they can take action. Uh, they can take that that adversity and turn it around into a comeback story. Man. What a gift that would be. I so appreciate you for coming on this show. And if you're, if you're in your podcast app or on iTunes and can give this show a, a rating and review, 
It'll just help reach more people. And just know, I mean, you can go over, search for Power Last Podcast. You'll find us in audio and video, also on YouTube. However, whatever works for you um, to get to get the message each week and uh, to pay it forward. So appreciate you so much. You absolutely rock, my friend. And as always, remember, it's, it's never too late. We'll see you next week. Yay! Thank you so much.